Hello and come on Shay. Welcome to Old Men on the Mountain. I am Craig Massey. My name is Jim Hall. And what we do, hell, is tell stories that we might one day tell our kids. And we are lucky enough this time around on episode 26 to have the very tardy Ryan Martin. I, I'm, I wasn't that tardy. Yeah, well... We're trying to be fucking professional here, and I don't think 15 minutes... You know, then they say, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Mm -hmm. Well, you were 15 minutes late. So that's a half hour late. I I love how when I I texted you, it was all peaches and cream, and now clearly the peach was rotten and the cream was sour. Are you feeling attacked? Is that the deal? Because we felt attacked. Our professionalism you, was attacked. We have a list yours is like 25 right. people deep that wanted to come in tonight, and I said, no. Ryan Martin has to do it today. Yeah, actually. Fuck off. How many, how many standbys did you have on the couch, like, waiting, like, in case I didn't show I up? I sent them all home. I know, but how at, late did you keep them till? I kept them till till 5.45, when I assumed you'd be walking mm-hmm. in right, a minute okay. later. All right, okay, mm-hmm. all right. This is, all right. No, actually, in all, in all seriousness, thank you for being here. It was actually a very last minute, and we appreciate it. No, I You're a busy uh, guy. talked about this drunkenly last night. It was, uh, it was, I think it was the perfect way for it to come off. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm slightly still hung over from last night. Very good. Yes, little, we're all at the same little, party. Little hair of the dog right now. Mm-hmm. Glug, hair glug, of the glug. dizzle, as you like to say, or as I like to say. Hair of the dog. Oh, yeah. Hair hey. dog. Yeah. It's a dog. <laughs> so, Ooh. Ryan is a fellow, a gentleman who likes to make his money. In the production side mm-hmm. of things. I, yes, this is We don't really have true. to lead into a story about that right now. I'm just trying to... Oh, we won't. I'm painting a picture. Paint. Okay, so we're, that's that's one of the to, things yeah. I do, actually. That was... Uh, Paint the, pictures. The, uh, after I got over the um, getting coffee for people, yes. I moved into the uh, building the sets and getting the props for the said same said people. And you'd be surprised that their requests for, you know, coffee are often as complicated as their requests for, you know... Or sometimes less complicated oh. with the other things, you know? They're like, yeah, I need a board. And then, like, but then their coffee, it's like, oh, oh my God. Soy, half soy, yeah. half cream, um, yeah. venti. Just give, just give me a basement. It's fine. Give me a venti grande. Yeah, I need I need a soy chai latte, mocha, delicious, frappa, crap. Yeah. I never understood that because I literally, I like Starbucks a lot. And I, I am the, give me the Pike Place roast, please. <laughs> I'll, I'll put the cream and sugar myself. Uh, give, oh, myself. give me that cup. I prefer the cream from uh, coffee bean and tea leaf, <laughs> and I prefer the actual coffee from Starbucks. So when, when my assistant asked me what I want... Um, You're just going to be a terrible person about it, aren't you? Well, I am a terrible person about it, apparently. That's what they said in the, in the employee reviews of me, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're not supposed to read those. Well, yeah, well he's I'm a, a terrible, terrible boss. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever uh, have you ever had a got somebody requested a background check about you? Um, no, I've had to do drug tests and things of that nature, but never never the official like getting vetted background check thing. Well, the part the whole thing like when they do a employee review, they they don't have to show you anything, but mm-hmm. if somebody requests a background review on you, um, you have to give acceptance. Hmm. Um, but then you can check off a box where you get a copy of whatever results they get. Oh, which I thought would just be hilarious. Because this happened to me on a production job I worked, and um, is this getting too story? No, no, keep no. going. Um, no, it's all free form. We'll do a little form. intro, right, and on. then we'll just... take a break, and then we'll go into it. You know, that's how we do it. So oh, quick story, just quick and dirty version is um, so the job's over, and I finally get this like envelope in the mail. This is so dirty with my background check. Um, and the first three pages are Ryan Martin, Ryan J. Martin. You know, correct social security, all my red information. You know, clean as a whistle. You know, two pages, nothing. Mm-hmm. What was that social security number, by the way? Uh, two two, <laughs> a one two, seven J, exclamation point. Cool. Yeah, I got and, one of the special ones. All right, and I already have your current address and your phone number, so I think I'm good. Last last four digits. All right, cool. Uh, but anyway, there was like seventeen more pages. Oh, for yeah, exactly. They didn't send you, or no? After the first they, two, <laughs> after the first two, for a Ryan Martin with a different soch, a different date of birth. Oh, it just like and a stack of papers. a most serious criminal record. <laughs> Whoa! Like we're talking like domestic abuse and like kidnapping charges, like that were dropped. So, you know, <laughs> so I called my employer and I was like, "Hey, um, did you get that background check?" Like, yeah. It's a good thing the job's over because we would have never hired you. And I was like, "Whoa, hold on, no, that wasn't me." Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. look and see that it's a different social security number. And they're like, "Oh, 
Okay, yeah. So that's okay, great. So I had to call and I I totally bitched out the um yeah. the um the background jet company. I was like, this is like slander. You're sending falsified information. Um and their whole defense was, well, if they had read closely enough, they would have realized it was different. <laughs> I was like, You you sent them this information. You Yeah. Like And that's like an invasion of privacy on that other criminal person. Exactly. That's yeah, all, yeah. that's it's a whole different story. Yeah. Yeah. The man still has rights. Mm-hmm. Someday we're going to sit down and have a beer and, and figure this out. I don't think you should. No, I don't think you I, want to involve yourself in that. I have all of his information. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you you could make a really informed choice. And I think the choice would be not to sit down and I have just, a beer with this I guy. I just hope they didn't send him it's a copy kidnap of you. my stuff. Yeah. Well, that guy sounds like an asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he might do something. It's like, oh, we got this other Ryan Jay. We should probably send him the info, too. <laughs> his back. I don't exactly know who's working this job. Well, either. eye for an eye. You know what I mean? I think that works. Oh, my God. Well, that, oh, well, fiddle dee dee. Well, that's this episode, episode <laughs> yeah. 26. Yeah, hey, thanks, thanks, thanks for having you me. You can write us at oldmenonthemountain <laughs> at gmail.com. We have a Twitter. It's at oldmenpodcast. Can you believe his face fell off? Oh, yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's, yeah. It's, the old have, man on the mountain, the, the, yep. the famous the old rock. Man, yeah. We haven't even mentioned that in the podcast, have we? I'm not sure we have. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just. And he's, he's old man of the mountain. Yeah, the, no, the old man in the mountain. Oh, is it or is it on the mountain? I think I'd be on the mountain. That's what I always thought it was. I think I think old, it's the old man what are in we the mountain. Called? Or old, old men on the mountain. Yeah, but old men. man on the mountain is not what it's called. It's not. It's right. of. I think it's of. It might be in. Well, now we just sound stupid. Off. Old man off the mountain. We can just keep saying. What are these words? The short ones. Well, prepositions. I've, sure. Um, yeah. Would we have some more? Adverb. I don't I know. I can do uh, a bunch of them, but we already done that. I didn't earlier. go well, to I grammar school. There was a song. Back in my high school days when I was into ska and things of that nature, there was what a band this? called Skavuvi in the Epitones, and they had a mm. song called Old Man of the Mountain. But then I always thought that was wrong. I think it's Old Man of the Mountain. Oh, well. So now our name makes even less sense than it maybe could. <laughs> but anyway, it still works. I don't care. Um, well, do you guys want to take a quick break? Yeah, sure. I would love one. Great. Okay, my voice is cracked there a little bit. I, I was and trying to randomly start with okay. Right. Well, Sorry, I keep I okay. I, I've been thinking about how I'm always like, "Hey, welcome back!" But to the listener, about three seconds of a laugh. So, what are we welcoming them back from? We're welcoming our welcoming ourselves back. I kind yeah. of when I was listening to the podcast, I kind of felt like. Um, I was being treated like like with TiVo or something, you know. When you like fast forward through the commercials, oh. and then you get to the end, you're like back at like American Idol. It's like, hey, you know, like thanks for enjoying our three and a half minutes of bullshit. It's like I didn't listen to a damn bit. Yeah, of that's how, well, that's I how mean, we treat it then. And that's how I mean, we don't really we have a bunch of sponsors, but we just yeah, I know. Fast forward. Well, this yeah, is, yeah. I mean, these are, this is the archive people are digging into. I mean, if people only yeah, knew, you know, the they were catching up the on the the live action. Of well, this, yeah, you know? mm-hmm. there is a live feed at livestream.com/slash Old Men on the Mountain. It's pretty sweet. Um, anyway, Ryan Martin is here to, to regale us with some tales. Hey, I think of the production world. Well, can I just bring or, something up? What do you want to do? Can I just bring yeah, something up from, um, I was listening to number 25 with Noah. Okay. Um, who's one of my favorite human beings, I have to say, on this planet. He's one of the more interesting. Oh, definitely. And nice guys. Yeah, he's yeah. a really nice guy. I had a great um, time with Noah. But that story that he told mm-hmm. was, first off, it was wonderful. Whether it was yes. fact or fiction, wonderful story. We were talking mm-hmm. about that earlier today, whether or not. I tend to believe him. I think mm-hmm. it, at the very least he believes it to be true. Well, it's, And I think it probably... Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. He thinks it to be I true. I like the beats. It's wonderful. If you're listening, yeah. Noah, it's a good story. Like yeah. No, it was great hits. Kept me listening. But I could see where someone would be skeptical. Mm-hmm. Well, But what really drew me back in was... Um, he said he's from Virginia, right? Yeah. Did you know Virginia. that... Virginia. Virginia. Sweet, sweet Virginia um, was the only state... In the U.S. pre-colonization, that the Indians didn't live in. Interesting. The oh. na- the the borders of Virginia, uh, specifically West Virginia, um, the natural borders that formed the state were never crossed by the Indians because they felt that there were spirits in that land. Whoa! And oh. that's also where all the stories of um, the Mothman and like if you've read the book Mothman Prophecies, I've heard of it. That all takes place in Virginia. 
And um, the Native Americans to this day believe mm-hmm. it's a cursed land. Wasn't Roanoke in Virginia? Yes, it was. And then those people just disappeared. Mm-hmm. That's kind evidence? of really strange, actually. That's West Virginia the, is I'm a, getting goose goosebumps. Is a rad room. state, and the people who live there, like I mean, because like like he was saying, well, does that like, count Virginia too, or is that because I mean, he was near West Virginia. He actually he made ne- that. Said he was he near the border, like near the border of West Virginia. Yeah. So that was just them. Go. Like that was like their welcoming committee. Wow, like, that's hey, so well, crazy! Yeah, if you guys, uh, the people who are listening now, haven't listened to the previous episode, it was uh, interesting. It's a very spooky story. Oh, I story. highly recommend yeah. it. And if you get like a Facebook invite from Noah Ramsey Smith, you should click confirm. Yes, or you should seek him out because he's got some great pictures. You should probably <laughs> seek it out because I, I don't think he's a big uh, fan of uh, wasting time on the internet. I just don't think he. He doesn't seem to... He's not the kind of guy that's going to be like, oh, I need more friends. Like, yeah, just, yeah. You know, You're going to have to find him. You'll have to find him, but it's worth worth finding. And the visual of him, like, if you could just find a good, like, 8.5 by 11 glossy to look at while, you, <laughs> while you're listening to that. <laughs> you really like Noah. I love that, man. Wow. <laughs> hmm. I'm not sure he knows who you are. But, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had we'll to tell no, him. We'll, we will pass the message on Facebook to him, stock, of course. Stock. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't here. I'm not here. I wasn't talking about him. You're going to edit this out, Looks right? like we yeah. just lost our episode. Our okay. guests just said they weren't here. <laughs> All right. You can, we can reach us at oldmanonthemountain at gmail.com. <laughs> yes, we Twitter are available. On. We've, we've ended this episode <laughs> now. All right. Well, without further ado. But yes, yeah. You thank were, you. Thank you. That, that was actually a very nice addition because... Well, I have to say... It I'm, makes I, the story DVD even creepier. Feature. It I, makes well, it... I mean that's it. I mean it makes it more like oh holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have cousins who live there, and uh, they have like a like a forty fifty acre farm, and they say it's just creepy as all hell. Mm-hmm. Dead I believe birdies, it. plantation, <laughs> dead birdies. I was just saying it because I'm funny. <laughs> Good to dead birdies. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Are you gonna tell a story? Or so, what? So, so Let's tell go. A story Are you gonna do it or not? Yeah, <laughs> all right, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got some things written down here. I got I got notes because I didn't know what I should tell. Is it should I? Because I got a bunch of little stories. I don't have really listening to twenty five. I got very intimidated. Don't worry. Well, because you noticed the second half was all little stuff too. So yeah, just go for it. Right. Yeah, free form. Right. You know us. Come on. So uh, I'll tell a story from um, from uh, some of my production stuff. Yes, okay. sir. So uh, looking forward to it. So apparently, I'm kind of a big deal in Germany. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna throw. That's how I'm gonna open this story. It's, well, it's a it's a good tease. It's maybe about. I think it was about three or four years ago. I want to say four years ago. I got a call from an art director I used to work with. And he's like, hey, I'm doing a reality TV show. Do you want to you know, come on board and help me with it? I was like, sure. And I get there on the first day. That was for you at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, he burped. I get there the first day, and it's for the German version of Next Top Model. So it's German oh. Germany's Next Top Model. Okay. So it's Z. The Germany's. Top model. So it's not German, America's next top model. No, no, no. It's Germany's, <laughs> Germany's, Germany's next, top. next okay. top model. But what's hilarious is, um, so it's all in German. The whole crew is flown in from Germany, um, and they only have a local art crew, which I thought Wait, was... Wait, flown in to Germany? Or? No, no. They shoot for... They do the first two weeks in Germany. Right. Then fly to America and shoot oh. for like three months here in the U.S. because Heidi Klum is the host and one of the creative execs right. on it. And she won't mm-hmm. leave the country for more than two weeks. Hmm. Leave I mean, America she, for she, more than two weeks. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, she won't leave America for okay. more than two weeks. You she's know. German. That's a, yeah, she is German. Yeah. She speaks German. Um, but the thing is, you know, she has a family here. She sure. has a husband, yeah. you know, yeah. and her career is here. Yeah. So, um, so it's hilarious because, you know, you hear the host and it's like, Wundersteizek, have had gone to Germany's next up model. <laughs> you know, and, and on Bravo. On Bravo. <laughs> no, it does not air in the U.S. They don't clear uh, anything. Oh, they okay. use American music. They'll, like, use the Rolling Stones, not clear it at all. Mm. They don't care. I've heard they don't have the same copyright rules. Oh, and it's so not. odd. And, like, Rommel, the Desert Fox from World War II, is one of the judges. <laughs> Super weird. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. <laughs> got him. Oh, okay. All Thank right. you for laughing that hard. No, that was that was good. That all was right, good. To He's also an actor. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, after that year, they got rid of that art director and just asked me to run the whole art crew. And just like Ryan, you know, we like your style better than his. You know, we just need things done. We don't need, you know, we don't need obsessive flair. We just need the job to be done. It's like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So now it's three years later. I've I've worked with them three seasons in a row. You know, oh good. Had a lot of fun with That's it. That's great. Bring the same guys on. They come back every January. Work like four months. It's great. So this February 
they, as part of the show, wanted to do a photo shoot um, on a beach. And they were trying to get a private beach in Malibu, but that was just way too expensive. So it kept on getting cut back to just Venice Beach. Oh, God. Permitted for not exclusive, so we couldn't stop people. Oh, man, oh, that's geez. the worst so beach to do that They're not going to stop you from shooting, but you can't so stop anybody we, else. We couldn't say, hey, can you not... Just, just, can you fuck off? No, they could just walk right through our frame. Oh, we, man. we couldn't legally do anything about it. And the best part was, part of our permit was we had a cop there. It was less helping us and more helping the public. So, like, we were like, oh, oh that, that guy's oh, in the man. shot. Cops like, game, game, dude. So it's not even it's. You couldn't even convince the cop otherwise. Like he knew the deal. Like, he, knew he knew the deal. Like, he, 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 he was. He was. He wasn't getting paid as much. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. right. So, I think um, I know exactly what happened. Lou Ferrigno ended up in every picture in the background. Right. I don't even need to tell the story. Nailed it. We're done. We're good. All right, great. If you want to write us, it's oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. Anyway, anyway. So uh, we were shooting at two different locations. And uh, so the girls, we had like 16 German models, you know, aspiring models on this terrible reality TV show. Everyone's speaking German. I have no idea what's going on. Um, And they're shooting in like one part of the beach. Um, with like $1,200 worth of seaweed that I had to source out because they wanted real seaweed and it's attracting flies and it's not working. And we had this guy. And we had to pay for the real seaweed? Well, we had to, we got about, we got about $400 worth of like real seaweed, like sushi grade, like edible seaweed. Oh, okay. And then I got uh, rental. It was archival museum quality seaweed that you can rent from Green Sets. Okay, mm. in North Hollywood, that's a plug. They're gonna, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm getting a ten dollars gift certificate out of that. Um, I feel like every other time I talk to you, you're like renting like maybe fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars worth of something that's crazy. Just, to me. <laughs> well, the best part was the archival museum grade quality seaweed that looked perfect when they saw it wet. They were like, "That's amazing. We're gonna use it." And I was like, "Yeah, isn't that amazing? You know, it's mm-hmm. it's fake." And they're like, "Oh, then we don't want to use it." Like, but you just you loved it. You looked at it. You looked. No, we don't want to use it. Nine. Fake. We do not want this fake seaweed. <laughs> fake seaweed. Shopping about schmerzen in schnell. Oh, boy. We love our German listeners oh. out there. I, I'm going to send this out to the crew. They're going to love it. Okay. So anyway, uh, so long story short, they're not long story short. We're going to keep this. Yeah, anyway, so they're shooting one part of the beach, and um, we had to clean another part of the beach because what had happened was they loved it, when tide was low, Hyde, tide came in, mm-hmm. seaweed and nasty. David Hyde Pierce yeah. tide. David Hyde Pierce tide, which is the worst kind of tide if you're mm-hmm. from the East Coast, if you know. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so me and my two other guys were like, all right, we basically have to go rake and clean the beach. We need to get the rotten seaweed and whatnot out of it. So, you know, we throw on our gloves, grab our rakes, you know, we're starting to scrape away at the beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy Andrew's like, hey, what's this thing? And he's like moving it with a rake and then he like picks it up and it looks like a like a funny little you know, like half a soda bottle or like a funny little jar or something. He's like, hey, what is this thing? So he hands it to me and I've got a pair of gloves on, you know, because I'm working. I go, hold it up to the light, look at it. I go, Andrew, that is a severed finger in a jar. <laughs> and he proceeds to start just like losing his mind. So I, you know, I, I've got gloves on, so I'm, I'm kind of terrified, but at the same oh, time, God, I'm not. I got a question for you. You question me you all you want. <laughs> Was this like a totally like a like a a skeleton of a no. finger now, or is this like no? Because I'm wondering how he didn't know that it was a finger. Like, what, well, what, he, what made him think it was the, anything but that? Okay, the jar. To be fair to him, was full of what I believe to be iodine. So uh. when he just saw it on the ground, it just looked like a container. When I held it up to the strong sunlight through the iodine, I could see what looked like a bent finger. It looked like I could see where the the fingernail, you know, edge was. Yeah. And then the back end kind of tattered. Oh, God. Um, so upon further examination, not only am I 99.99% sure that this was just a severed finger, but what you have to understand is it was like it was in like a plastic container. And it, it might have been a lid. It was kind of a makeshift lid. And then it was taped up. And it was leaking. Um, and we just found this in Venice Beach, just, just sitting on the beach. So, so you you know took a picture so, of it, so photocopied some some parts of it, and put up a missing finger. Yeah, on Craigslist. And mm-hmm. uh, long story short, you know, we found the guy, got it reattached, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. he's very grateful. And he comes around at Christmas now. Oh, cool! 
No, the, actually, the story takes a terrible turn, a very ugly production side of the turn. So I, I don't want to bring it straight to the cop. I don't want to be the guy yeah. who has the finger. So I find like our, our UPM that's on site. I'm like, hey, I want to show you something. Um, and she's you know like a middle-aged woman from Germany. And I show her and not phased at all. Not phased <laughs> right. in the least. Like, nah, get rid of it. It's like, that's a finger. Right. Like, <laughs> Somebody might want that. There was a story attached to this, and I need to know what it is. So basically what it was is uh, I said, I'm going to take this to the police. Like, the cop's right there. Like, this needs – this is this is on a level evidence. Sure. Mm -hmm. This is – this could become a crime scene. Case of the missing finger. They got so scared they were going to shut down the photo shoot. They made me wait. Well, you know, part of me thinks that's terrible, but part of me kind of understands. Like, well, this, oh, no, 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 I can understand. You know, the revelation of the cop, whether it happens now or three hours from now, really doesn't change anything. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> this yeah. Point, the dude you know, is, is, yeah. is yeah, regardless, is there's a photo shoot and the finger is is detached, regardless of whether you found it yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you're stopping a guy from getting his finger cut off. It's, it's <laughs> but, it was, but still, it is an odd... It's pretty know, crazy. It's a very it was, weird it was still pretty yeah. great. They're like, dollars and cents, we don't need to report this right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this just makes sense. Yeah. Dollars and cents. Yeah, dollars and dollars and cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was a good day. That was one of many of the odd So whatever ones. happened? Did, did you give it did to you the Did you eventually cop? give it to the cop? I told them, I was like, look... I'm not going to be part of the delay. Like, I'm going to put the finger here. I'm going to put it down here. Mm-hmm. If, if you guys want to deal with it, deal with it. I'm going to go do something else. If I come back and it's still here, I'm just going to bring it straight to the cop. Um, when I came back, it wasn't there. And at the end of the day, I didn't really see what happened. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Wow. That's crazy. So you're, what you're saying is you're not part of the solution. As part You're of part of the problem. Yes, I started. The, I started the solution and quickly. He wa- yeah. he washed his hands and fingers, all ten, by the way, yeah. of it. Of well, that the thing problem. Is, iodine is a. Uh, it's a. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a sanitizing agent. Oh yeah, no, it's an acid or a base. Either way, you know, it's a purifier. It's well, a. It's like what a, we use when we make beer. We use iodine to clean all oh. our materials. Yeah, my guess was probably, I mean, maybe it was a large like fishing vessel that had a medic on it. Some dude had to have his finger amputated and they just didn't want to just throw it into the water, you know? But they didn't want to keep it on the boat. Maybe they maybe it even fell off accidentally, but it seemed like it was being properly preserved. Huh. As far as, you know, a, you know, international waters, you know, Wow, fishing boat is concerned. <laughs> oh, so so there I bet there is an interesting story behind that. Usually when someone well, we'll see. If I we guess get, it's happened now. We'll see. Who it's knows if it's an interesting, sort of interesting story about someone losing a finger or not? Awful. I mean, it's it like, could just, yeah, know. I was working the, uh, you know, the motivator on my uh, my garden uh, hose or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Garden I mean, tractor. The motivator? I would. I was, you know, oh. it's the, it's next to the Franklin panel, Jim. Okay. Oh, oh. Jesus! <laughs> I said Finley sprocket, not socket. Oh, yeah, that's why it's not working. So what do you get a Phillips head over there? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yes, Jim, a Phillips head. <laughs> well, it's like my uh, fourth it, grade teacher, Mr. Burns, I talked about. Yeah, yeah, he, he lost He was his missing finger. a finger, and like you always said, an alligator bit it off. But the real fact was, it was his ring finger. He's working on some kind of belt grinder, Ooh. and literally a piece caught the ring and went, bloop, oh. pulled it off. But, you know, it's a lot more funny to tell 12-year-olds that an al- you never wrestle an alligator, kids. <laughs> hey, that's what happens. Yeah, we had, a, in eighth grade, we had a um, home ec teacher that as soon as we got to the... Oh, she had a part of her index finger was removed, and she had a terrible scar up her arm. Um, and as soon as we got to the part where we were dealing with the electric sewing machines, <laughs> she would say, like, don't get your hands too close to the sewing machines. And then we found out that, in fact, she had got her fucking arm sucked into an industrial sewing machine. <laughs> and then it just put stitches up oh, her arm. Oh, yeah. That's like out of a horror movie. That's yes. Terrible. My, my mom's a seamstress. She would... Uh, she every once in a while I would hear her. There was one day I remember in, in particular that she was having a very hard time downstairs in her workroom putting together I think it was cushion or curtains or whatever, and she was just like swearing and never heard her swear that much, and uh, she was getting very upset. And then I heard the machine like jam up, oh, and then I heard her like like. <sighs> Oh god! And uh, oh, she came up, and the the needle had gone straight through her fingernail. Oh. And uh, you know, she's a hard worker. Yeah, <sighs> damn. Yep, Jan Massey, she's a trooper, though. I hope you're listening, Jan. We appreciate you. Jan loves to listen. That's not the only reason why I love her, but it's one of the reasons. One of the one of the thousands one, of reasons. One of the few. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
We, I, I love your mom too, Chris. I don't know the woman. She's a lovely woman. Maybe one day you'll meet her. Mm-hmm. So look I don't at this, know how. this darling gentleman. Hey, you know what? She made me. Hey. Hey. I mean, Job well done. I, yeah, I guess that's good. Yeah, yeah my mom's good lady. Is, my mom's is pretty nice too. I can <laughs> I can throw that out there. I like yeah. my mother too. My mom's. Yeah. Although she she my mom listens to the podcast, but she doesn't always get through them all. Although my dad is a big fan. So hello, oh, yeah? hello, John. <clears throat> John, how I never are you refer today? to my dad as John ever, really. But um, yeah, hello, Mister Hall. It's Craig. Hi, good to, it's good to hear you. I hope Very you're listening. I hope you're you. enjoying this one so far. All right. and, and Mrs. Hall. Yay! Good to. Uh, yeah. right. Well, she might not be. You. She might not be listening anymore. So, Mister and Mrs. Hall, if you uh, if you take the time to go back and watch um, a couple of these boys' student films from back in college, there's a black and white one called uh, "Remember Tomorrow," mm-hmm. written a, by Jimmy Hall. Older, yeah, see, I don't know if they ever saw that because <clears> well, I, you I, should track this fine. Piece I was kind of, of angry about it a little bit. But. Well, I'm just trying to give them visual reference from sure. me. They've yeah, never okay. seen me before. The older brother Doug, which I have to say was the clutch role. I that. think it was, yeah. The clutch mm-hmm. roll. If you want to get a good look at me. You nailed it, too, by the way. I was just as hammy we as gotta, We got to get that on the internet, too. We were talking about another thing that you made in, uh, in, uh, in college. Yeah, we got to get episode. The International, actually starring Noah. <laughs> got to get that online. Full but, circle. And you know, Ryan Martin was great in Remember Tomorrow. Yeah, and the thing is, with Remember Tomorrow, this is a, a quick backstory. It, it was in our Film 3 class. It was basically people would write scripts and like pitch like the scripts of the class and the class would pick two and break into groups. I wrote this one hoping to write and direct it. I had this whole vision for it. Yeah, well, and, and, class, and that was all it was it was me getting the producer gig. So yeah. I would be the first person to get the job and then hire everyone else. Sure. <laughs> and then basically yeah, that didn't happen yep. and then the, the class clutch thing did well, not happen. I mean, yeah, it wasn't your fault. I mean, it's just the way it was, but yeah. the uh then the class decided that it wasn't fair to have me write something and direct it. So, but and yeah, so at the time I was incredibly bitter about it. But you know, even then I thought it came out really good. But now I can look back and be proud on it, or proud of it, because you know, there's plenty of people that write scripts that don't have anything to do with the the production. Yeah, of it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Still be like, you know, so it's like you know, my uh, how old was I then? My 23 year old self or 24 year old self was like super pissed about it. But now I'm like, yeah. It was a good. It was a good little short film, though. I'm pretty proud of writing that. Yeah, like, it's, it's cool. Well, hopefully, we'll we'll maybe we'll buy a website or something someday and have some sort of links to things that we can't that we talk about on the episodes. Maybe we'll put that together. Well, at I mean, some point. Yeah, it's even, called YouTube. Yeah, no, really. YouTube. Hey, yeah, we'll link to the YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Hey, oh. check out, we talked about this. You click on this. I just Twitter it. Oh, okay. I get it. I yeah. get it. All right. Well, do you guys want to take a quick little break? Yeah, sure. Let's do it to it. All right. Cool. We'll be back in about five seconds. <laughs> okay, great. No, no. Really, we're gonna like. We're going to take like three or four minutes, but it'll seem like nothing. I'm going to open up another burr. Ooh, I would would like a burr. You may not. Can you believe this? I've been in charge of two introductions this episode. This introduction is of Jimmy Hall. He's going to tell us a story about something that happened to him that he might one day tell his kids. Okay. Well, as some of you probably, I think I've mentioned it several times in the podcast, and obviously all my friends know it, I spent a semester in the Netherlands, part of the uh, school's Castile Well program. I've heard that. Emerson College's abroad program. Yeah, you basically, you spend, I guess it's three and a half months, whatever, whatever, however long a semester normally is, and yeah. you you do your normal classes during the week, but the, the beauty is it's a... It's like a four. You have a four day week of classes and three day weekends, and then two really long weeks. You can do go wherever you want. It's great. Right when we got there, we had our whole orientation thing, kind of learning the ropes, learning the town. Like there's a little store called like Alles unter Indak, which is <laughs> Dutch for all under one roof. It kind of makes oh. sense, and it's one of those places that like store twenty four or something like that. Yeah. Sort of, you know, but store twenty four NYP better. It this town was so little. This this little store had like little snacks, like stationery. It was also the post office. Oh, okay. It was like everything was in one store. Because yeah. I mean, the whole town is. I mean, I I'm making this number up, but I wouldn't be shocked if like town population three thousand people. Like it was a yeah. tiny mm-hmm. little town. I mean, it's nothing. Um, and it was actually in a castle, wasn't it? Yeah, we lived like, in literally lived in a castle. Yeah, the town was called Well. So the the castle was called Castile Well. Hmm. We had a moat that surrounded it. We. Full of whiskey. Yeah, a moat of whiskey. I'm swimming in whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not advised. 
<laughs> Please do Especially not. Especially if you have little cuts in your body. It really oh, yeah. be good. It's like the Charles River. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know, the Charles River, you don't need cuts. You're just, your skin would melt off after. I, I, I swam in it once with uh, Jim Martin and Dave Page. No relation, Jim Martin. No, rela- no relation. No relation. We used to tell people we were brothers, though. Well, we me, still tell people. Me and Jim brothers. Martin have a funny relationship that every time, you know, I've known him briefly for, I don't know. A decade now, and every time I Wait, see him, you've known him briefly. For well, a I barely know him. You know, it's like, oh, okay, that's I, what I, I, it's the wrong word. I, you know, we're we're acquaintances, but every time we see each other, we shake each other's hand, and I'll be like, Jim. And his response is Jim. <laughs> that's it. That's like pretty much our entire friendship is saying that. he's a cool guy. <laughs> I love him, but he's just, you know, mm-hmm. hey, you have your thing. Yeah, with yeah that's our you know? thing. So anyway, it gets to we go through our whole orientation. And more like a orientation, right? Because I'm bored. <laughs> it was incredibly disoriented. It actually was incredibly yeah. boring. And they actually, they the first day we got there, super tired because it's a really long flight. Yeah, yeah. We got there at like four in the afternoon their time, but we had gotten met, met at school at like seven in the morning our time. So it was like it was crazy. And like they purposely, everyone wanted to take a nap. They're like, nope, we're doing orientation now. And then we're going to go on, have dinner, and then we're going to go on a booze cruise, and then you can go to bed. Hmm. We're like, wow, why? And they're like, because trust us, if you stay up to like 10.30 now, and then go to bed, then you'll wake up tomorrow at like 8 or oh, 9, you'll be a and lot you'll better be off. back. You'll yeah. be like not jet lagged anymore, at least not so bad. Yeah, they're professionals. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've been doing it for like 20 years yeah. at that point. It's like, if you take a nap at 4 o'clock, you're just fucked for like the next week. It's you're like just perpetuating You're never going to get lag. back. You're just going to be like up at 4 in the morning again. And yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it was a good idea. Well, that's good. Smart people. My travelist. So we went through all that, getting our bearings. A couple days later, I'm I'm a little nervous. The first day of school, first day of class, first day jitters. Trying to figure out, you know, like you know, didn't know what to expect. I was taking like an art class, which I didn't really know that much about. So I was a little like, that's stressful. <laughs> art, art class. Well, you know, it was like <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. I, it was like an advanced kind of thing. I'm like, I think oh, it was like studying get... the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like not drawing. Painting. Actually, like not like pottery, which was like, the best class. Like Chimabui was Chimabui was a master of the chiaroscuro school wait, 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 of art. Oh, did pools of say, light. Wait, did you just say something about a booty? Chimabui. That's oh, how the was it chiaroscuro. Yeah, I thought you chiaroscuro. I thought you put a possessive on a name and then said booty. I thought you were like Chima's booty. I wish I had. No, what is this? Pirates of the Caribbean? It's not. It's Old Men on the Mountain. Wait, podcast. what is? Wait, what is? Oh, pirate booty. I meant like ghetto booty. I think we're all upset here. Yeah. Well, you remember where I used to live? Oh yeah, in the ghetto. Mm-hmm. You did MLK, live in the ghetto, although your neighborhood, your street right. was well, very uh, pleasant. Degnan. I had street cred until people would show up. Hmm. Oh, until all the Echo Park. So, hip, oh, you hip, live hip, in. You kids. live in like Crenshaw and MLK, and then they'd show up and be like, "This looks like the back lot of like uh, Edward Scissorhands." Oh, I remember the first time mm. I went there, I was like literally completely terrified when I saw where they, <laughs> the address. I was like, I, "This is a bad idea." And, <laughs> and like Ryan's a crazy enough guy that he could theoretically be like, "Well." The neighborhood's a shithole, but I like the house. Like, it's, it's that kind of, it, 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 luckily, it wasn't like that at all. I mean, it was actually anyway. So, so you're at, let me let me set the scene. You're in yeah. the Netherlands. Yeah, you want to take a nap. They're saying no. This is days later now. This oh, is this like, is days this is like three or four days later. So wait, did it work? The whole jet lag? Oh, it worked. Solution? Great. Yeah, oh, that's I mean, great. you know, you still you're a little. That's not really the point of the story. That was no, I didn't think it was. I just was but curious. Yeah, yeah, it did work. I mean, I was still a little tired the next day because you're still off. Yeah, you know, yeah, but you know. Whatever, because it, it's way. It's like a what is it? Six hours, nine hours? It's a big uh, well, difference see. between Boston yeah. and it's at least six or seven. Yeah, it's a recipe. Got to be proactive to stay functional. I yeah. know that Turkey, which is just like a few time more zones over, is like ten. Yeah, it might have been nine hours even. I know it was a really weird thing. Anyway, so I'm walking down into the uh, the little area outside near the moat and getting ready. I was like 15 minutes before my first class or whatever. And I see my roommate, Brendan, is sitting down, like, smoking a cigarette and crying and, like, talking to this girl. And I was like, man, like, he, what's going on? Like, he must have just, uh, he had told me that he had a girlfriend. He wasn't sure how it was going to work out with him there. And I, I'm like, man, she must have just broken up with him. That sucks. Wow. But I didn't want to say anything. So soon into it. Yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. say Day anything because I was like, well, fuck. I mean, I'll just let him talk and then he can tell me later. And then, like... I'm standing outside for like 10 minutes and eventually I'm like, like, Hey, you okay, dude? Like, what's up? And he's like, Oh, it's so bad. I'm like, what? And he's like, like, Oh, they're attacking us. And I'm like, what? 
He's like, just go inside. So like, the, I was like, okay. So I walk into the TV lounge, and there was like 20 people gathered around TV watching CNN. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And I saw a building on fire. I'm like, well, that's weird. And then about a minute later, I saw a plane crash into a second building live. And that day was 9-11, which is today. Actually, today yeah. is... And wow. it was like the freakiest thing ever. That was like that was ten years. That ago. was ten years ago. It's crazy to think about. Well, wait, it's, it's, nine years ago. Nine yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was nine, nine years anniversary. Ago. Yeah. So yeah. So I. So it's not that big of a deal. So like, I walked into it. I mean, I know a lot of people's stories about hearing about it was like got a phone call. It was really weird. Like I saw. I was like, wait, what's going on? And like, well, this is crazy. Then like saw it happen. I was like, holy yeah. shit! Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, the second plane hitting because you were on like up early. Well, for us, it was four in the afternoon. It yeah. Was a completely yeah. different like oh, time. Wow. So like we, you know, it was just like. Literally, it was like, whoa! So that was a that was a very strange way to start off a semester yeah. in a foreign country. Especially, they didn't mm-hmm. le- let us leave the country for three or four weeks. Like the whole point of the thing was supposed to be to travel everywhere. Yeah, I mean, we could only see yeah, the even the U.S. Down, embassy yeah. was like, we don't recommend you leave the country right now because yeah. like you might not be able to cross borders. Wow, yeah, because yeah, we don't yeah, know what's going to happen. Like we don't know. Like I mean, for all we knew, World War Three was about to start. I mean, yeah, nobody yeah. really knew what was going to happen. Hmm. But we were afraid that we might get stuck there or like. Or they were even debating sending us home, like in like a week, being like, "Well, we're canceling oh, the canceling, semester. Like, yeah. We don't know what to do." Luckily, it, things didn't turn out that extreme. Yeah, but nobody knew at the time. It was really scary. It was like a totally scary time to be yeah. away from hmm. home. What I an remember interesting I, perspective. I was scared, yeah. and I was in, I was at home. Yeah, I was my nine uh, eleven uh, was my first day of college classes. My absolute first day. I got up at seven o'clock in the morning, took a shower. It was bullshit. I had to go to an eight a.m. class <laughs> yeah. like across campus. Exited my dorm, scared little college kid. Uh, heard something weird coming out of somebody's radio, you know, about attacks. And I didn't know what was going on. Got to class where it was supposed to be, and there was a sign that said classes were canceled for the day. Still had no idea what was going on. Went back to my dorm. Everybody was huddled around like the common room TV, and same thing. Like a minute later, yeah. saw the second plane crash. And it was just like, holy shit. Hey, what's happened? Exactly. Because like, at that point, hell? you know, I mean, information was so scattered. I mean, now it's years later. You know, everybody can tell the exact story. But, you know, I, literally like walking in, seeing a building on fire, and then you see another plane hitting. A, and it's like, what happened? We probably were doing the exact same thing, just on other sides of the world. Exactly. Like, well, I imagine a moment, lot of people, you know? a lot of people were in that boat. I mean, I know I've talked to people that um, talked to people that lived in New York and talked to people that lived in D.C., um, and their local stations were just whether it was false information or falsified or possibly true. Um, they just had weird accounts of what was going on. Like uh, my current roommate lived in D.C. and when the plane hit the Pentagon, they were oh yeah, because there's like reports coming in that yeah. there might have been another plane. Well, when hitting. the when the plane when the plane hit the Pentagon, they just reported that it was a missile. Just, oh, I remember hearing that out. at first. They too. just yeah. outright reported that. Oh, they got hit with a, a like an attack. I don't mean to go down like a conspiracy theory. Really, sure. But I just remember that. Just like I know that it was. Everybody has such weird stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was locked out of my apartment at the time. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't actually locked out. I just was using the wrong key and I just <laughs> moved into this place. But it was actually yeah, my first day of classes at the same college. I was a transfer. Um, I think we've said this before and. uh yeah, I was just uh, I was just sitting out on my front porch talking to my mom because I couldn't figure out how to get in, and then she was like, "Yeah, there's something going on. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that that's like a, the, the the blind planes in these buildings. Like, it, like that's she, underselling it a little bit. Well, she, yeah, I, think, I think she was like doing bit. probably doing other things. Maybe she was sewing. You know, maybe right. there was a needle sticking through her finger. I don't know. She was you know distracted, just like they probably had well, the TV could, on, and she was talking with me, and I right, just right, moved right. there, and I think I might have. Oh, and I had just forgotten her fiftieth birthday a few uh, <laughs> a week before, so maybe she was a little mad at me, yeah, miffed, um, if you will. Yeah, but then yeah, so then you know I eventually figured out to use the right key, and then I got inside, and you know. Ended up watching them. That the, I didn't see the second plane hit, but I, I did watch as the as the towers fell. Yeah, which was well, super so crazy. surreal, surreal. Yeah. Well, then the, the other side of that story was it was very weird being there in the aftermath. Like I even went through. I was in um, Milan waiting for a train, and I literally walked across, like, or walked into a big anti-American rally. It was like hundreds, if not thousands, of people. Oh wow! I didn't know what they were saying. It was all in Italian, but it was like. You know, America, but like burning a flag kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because like the whole thing was that people, we've kind of forgotten it now. 
You know, I don't you're born get... in the USA, Bruce Springsteen yeah. t-shirt on. Born no, I actually, we were told in no uncertain terms, like, if someone asks, say you're from Canada, yeah. oh, say yeah. Toronto, it doesn't, it's not worth it. But, um, yeah, those Americans are hoosers. Well, yeah, I, don't I, like I went to Europe the year before. And the, you uh, hear that anyway. The, the year you get before a lot of that. shit. If you're just yeah, we were, we're going to like a tour country, and they're like, yeah, just... Uh, and we actually, it was funny because we met with a, a group of Canadians there. <laughs> right. And as a gift on the first night that we met them, they gave us all tiny little American, I mean, tiny little Canadian flags to put on our backpacks. Nice. So it's like, just do this. It should be much better. <laughs> yeah, well, it's wow. true. Like, there's a lot of contempt for America. And especially at the time, and I don't want to get too political about it, but I remember the whole deal was that they were really mad. Not that we got attacked or really over the policies. They, they were mad about the president was basically like, hey, you guys got to help us. If you're not with us, you're against us right now. And the mm, thing yeah. was, Europe has been dealing with those sort of terrorist attacks for the last, like, three decades, and we haven't done anything to help them. Exactly. So they're yeah, they're exactly. like, well, now now we're all in it together. You know, it's like, it, anyway. Yeah. So there was a lot of weird, I mean, I think a lot of that's boiled over now, but at the time, it was a very weird Yeah, climate. water under the bridge. Yeah. And then... Uh, that might be the wrong statement yeah, to use. Yeah, it was a little weird. But then... Uh, oh, I... I'm, but the weirdest thing was, and yeah, was you guys can comment on this, too, and I got back... And I noticed, I know there was a lot of, like, shift towards, like, patriotism and everyone. Oh, yeah. Everyone had, like, the American flag stickers. It was weird. And it so, was really weird. this is the question. I came into it after seeing it three months of happening. Was it gradual or was it instantaneous? No, it was instantaneous. Instantaneous and then it gradually peered off and to be like, wait, we actually have to. I mean, I was in college at Emerson at a liberal arts sure. college. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, They were, like, constantly saying, hey, you should question everything that's happening here, but... Yeah, it was odd at first. Because coming home to that, it was literally American flags everywhere. And like I didn't have that three months of buildup of it happening. It was just like I came home and it was like almost a different country. It was oh, like, you know what? Well, yeah. like someone went back in time and changed one thing. And I'm like, hey, something's off. You know, yeah. They came back. Like, it's all <laughs> mostly the same. But it's just, it was off, quantum you know? leap. Sam Beckett, yeah. he like really turned up patriotism. But they killed one frog <laughs> 10,000 years ago and it changed things a little bit. You know, oh, the air person. smells a little different now. I don't, yep. I don't know why. It's called The Frog Effect. It's an actual yeah. movie. Well, I think, I think, I think the, the bullfrog effect. effect actually, I, I, was, I was trying to make the a joke. Of, I was trying to make a joke. The boot, the boot, the Osho boot. So I've anyway, been unsuccessfully trying to make jokes during Jen's nine eleven story. No, I appreciate a, that. I really do. Thank uh, you. It looks like you're trying to. Are you trying to stop it? No, yeah. I'm, just, I'm this, just. No, no. We can take a break, but we can't end on that note. No, we're not. Absolutely, I don't want to end on that note. The whole point was it's not really much of a story. It was more of just like a. It's a weird everyone. It's it, I think for our generation, like it used to be either landing on the moon or the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's what I like. It's to our generation's. Well. Where were you when that happened? Oh yeah, my mm-hmm. mom. Uh, when I was learning about the Kennedy assassination in, in you know like middle school, high school, you know when I got home, my mom asked me, and she was like, "Oh, let me tell you my you know, like I was you know a senior in high school." And this right, right. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you know it's it's interesting to um, to personalize it like that, and it meant. It changed so much when something like that happened to me because I I have no idea, you know, I would have never remembered my first day of college as vividly. Like, you, mm-hmm. something cemented it in time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's yeah, an yeah, odd yeah. way to think about it, like such a big event and, you know. Well, it's, yeah. it's so weird that there's nine-year-olds out there who know nothing mm-hmm. about it. And 10 years from now, there'll be 19-year-olds. There'll be fully functional people. That's just a moment in history. It just happened. Oh, know? those millennials. Well, because we can say, like, oh, you know, like, like the Kent State shootings or whatever. It's like, it's just a thing that happened. It's just it, a it, thing. You know, it's just, just a thing. Yeah, but I feel like 9-11, and, you know, please email us and correct me if I'm wrong, 9-11, moon landing, JFK, I don't know anything in between that that people have mentioned, like, where, where were they? Uh, well... If you want to go maybe a little bit, like the Challenger, maybe yeah, Challenger, Challenger yeah. and if you want to go a little deeper, uh, Pearl Harbor, obviously. Oh, that was yeah, a, but not in between. Well, yeah. not in between. Yeah. I'm saying. I was I'm thinking, saying well, maybe earlier, Nixon's resignation, earlier. Watergate. Yeah, that's pretty. That was like a pretty that. gruff moment. Yeah. I guess um, that wasn't one moment in time. That was like a, a saga. It's like mm-hmm. you know that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And then there was maybe uh, John Lennon getting when shot. The, maybe, oh, when the when that psychic squid blew up in New York. Yeah. That was well. That's that was how it united nuts. us all. That was that was that. I mean, that really put a kibosh on uh, World War Three. I just couldn't stop staring at that big blue guy's dick. It's it weird. Just jingle jangle. Wow, stud, majestic. I'm just glad they didn't it was pull like their a grandfather on them. clock, man. I got I got I got accused of some really rough things when that movie happened. Like it was like the movie was over, you know. Like oh, we're referencing Watchmen, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know. Spoilers, you, spoiler. There's a big blue dick in it. Yeah. Uh, that's the spoiler. Um, no, I remember immediately after the movie, I was like, yeah, I'm really glad they didn't pull their punches. I'm glad that you know, like 
on, you know, like, this was rough, that was rough, and I'm glad they didn't, like, make them wear underwear in those scenes. And immediately it was like, oh, you're gay. <laughs> I was like, really? no, I'm glad they kept the integrity of the piece, you know? Except for the giant squid at the end, for some reason. They yeah, decided yeah. To get rid of Hitler that. was really upset about that. Did you see that on YouTube? Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> I've heard that that meme got the little kibosh, because it's like the, the uh, people that made it, they tried while, to stop it. And I think the fair rights or whatever it is, yeah, they, yeah. it kicked in again, and then they can do that. But it, for yeah, they were like taking them all off. So people who made them have to, I guess, have to reload them. Right. And, and yeah, these, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they Which makes sense. On. I mean, it's the people that made the movie. It's like, hey, what the fuck? You know, the, yeah, I guess, but they're getting so no, much no, no, more, no. I mean, like, like publicity for that random movie no, than they would have. I read an article on, um, if you, do you ever go to, um, uh, uh, toplessrobot.com? It's yes, like totally yep, like a nerd website, yeah. great website. There was an article where when that all happened and they pulled that stuff down, the director of the movie, the writer of the movie, and somebody else involved in that movie all came forward and said, look, we love these. Like, we mm-hmm. absolutely love that you guys enjoyed our movie to a level where you're playing with it. Sure, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, we don't have any problem with it. So when all this comes down, and if you guys get sued or it gets pulled off, it's not us. Like, we love them. If you want to keep making them and just sending them to us. Mm-hmm. So it's different see, when yeah. it's the distribution is, company. Yeah, even the if, distribution if company yeah. is who was, was, was tussled about yeah. that. Yeah, well, it's just like a, a more of a company than a person who was upset. Oh, yeah, of course. Go in, yeah. But, if people don't know what we're talking about, that like Google Hitler meme M E M E, and you'll understand what we're talking about. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I'm trying to think. I, you Hitler's know, the Watchmen one right? actually might Ooh. be my favorite one. Which like, one? The Watchmen one really might be. Yeah, it really one. struck a chord with me. I don't really care about like the Xbox one. Or yeah, a lot like of them the, are stupid. I mean, yeah, the nerds. Well, I think there's a, there's well, the a, iPad one. I thought was pretty funny. Too. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. The <laughs> iPad's pretty funny in itself. You know, it's just thing. Just poke it. Just like, what is it? What is this thing? It's I like, like the iPad, but like, I don't own one. It's like one. a big I'm, iPhone that doesn't make calls. Yeah, but it's more than that. And it will be more in the third generation when it's actually a real slate computer. Oh, no, I, I understand that. It makes Julianne fries really well. There's an app. So. Did you ever see that there was a contest that was, um, what invention can you make that is powered by your iPod? Like plug in because you you know if you if you know a little about engineering and stuff you can, oh, okay. you, you can draw power from the battery from it. Hmm. So like one guy made an egg beater so that he could be beating eggs and listening to music at the same time. <laughs> that was third place. Uh, second place was something adult oh. that worked with the a tones. vibrator. Okay, something I'm I said assuming. something adult. So like a, a grown up person? No, like no, 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 it, no. You it, hit the you hit the nail on the head. I was just saying make mixed drinks. It's ex- it's an explicit. <laughs> Comedy podcast, but uh, the uh, the the one that won was a disc man that was powered by <laughs> the amazing. iPod That's battery and, and played through the headphones. <laughs> uh, oh, that's genius! People are people are um, promo dicks. Oh, did, did you hear about the whole the new Wiimote attachment? I saw a thing about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a ring for your ding dong and a uh, yep a a hoo hoo for your hee haw. Yeah, for your. I prefer. I guess it's actually a hee haw for your hoo hoo. Actually, I prefer the hoo ha. <laughs> well, no, I was trying to go with all e's for your hoo ha. I was trying to go for all e's for a dick and all o's for a vagina. Oh, uh, all right. Well, this this went off the rails pretty fast. Let's let's take a let's take a little break. That was my story. I think we did and, okay with no, this. No, we did serious. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we just talking about iPads at the end. It's okay. No, I'm not mad. Just say it. I just say <laughs> this is a good time to take a break. I think. I oh, think I we, think so. Yeah, we've I, kinda, that's what I mean. I've we've had a couple beers. There's a water closet in my future. We're good. A WC. A WC. So we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we'll do some lessons. Yeah. We'll break it down. Yeah. Break it down. Remember DX? Generation X. What, the dancing? No, no, no. The World Wrestling Federation. Oh, yes, yes. Break it down. You think you're better? You better bow to the master. <laughs> right? I was, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to sing with you. You're just making me laugh. I was, I was always more a fan of the uh, the sexy boy theme for Sean Michaels. Oh, he was good. Yep. He retired recently. I know, I know, I know, I uh, know. Uh, I could tell a quick story afterwards if you want. If we have time. Okay. If we have a Michael J- or Michael uh, Sean, Michaels Sean Michaels segment, which we normally do, but we don't know if we can have the time for this one. Well, if you have to cut it... It's- Okay. All right. We'll see what we can do. All right. We'll be right back. Yeah. All right. We have returned and we have some 
breaking news. Take it away, Craig. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if people who listened to the previous episode know that we had a little bit of a debate slash discussion slash brain, slash brainstorming session about what exactly is Labor Day. And we implored our listeners to get back to us. Yeah, you came off as a real smart cookie on that one. Oh yeah, clever. Yeah, the nine months theory was pretty good. That was right? just that was just out of your head, right? Yeah, that's that's brilliant. It was more like out of his ass. Well, that's not what that turns out to be the truth, Jimmy. Okay. Actually, oh. but thank you for your for your compliment, Ryan. Yeah, I thought it was great too. I know, I'm just wicked smart. Yeah, yeah you're very smart. Um, but we uh, just got a, uh, a an email during the podcast from Robin Massey. With a Wikipedia uh, link that telling us exactly what Labor Day oh, is, so I tell. will read this. And uh, this is a you know an extended feature from the previous um, episode. So um, this is what it is. If it doesn't make sense to you, you should listen to the other episode if you haven't heard it. Labor Day is a United States federal holiday observed on the first Monday in September this year, happening to be September sixth, two thousand ten, my mother's birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to Janice. Yes, happy birthday, Jan. Get to the part like about the origin. Anyway, yeah, the first Labor Day in the United States was observed on September 5th, 1882, in New York City by the Central Labor Union. Oh, so wow. it was oh, a yeah. union that was, holiday. That was Noah's guess. Of, yep, yep, he had it right. Of New York, the nation's first integrated major trade union. So that's the holiday. There you go. So now oh, we know. It has nothing to do with New Year's Eve or boning at all. <laughs> ah, Although, that's, that's, that's going to be a great excuse this New Year's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, baby, you ever heard of Labor Day? For all <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You might have fun now, but it's going to be a little tough nine months from now. Look, I want my baby to be born on a federal holiday, so I have that day off. A federal holiday. That's like all the Valentine's Day babies. Um, That's why there's a lot of November birthdays. Oh. Oh. Mm -hmm. I was the other way around. My due date was Valentine's Day. I ended up being the 11th instead. A little early. Only three days. Hmm. I was not premature. And as I mentioned, I... uh, from. Calculations nine months exactly. I was conceived on uh, Halloween, so <laughs> you, you I don't, maybe maybe my parents were in costumes. To, I don't to, know who my parents are. To quote a better man than I, you was a spooky baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, a very spooky. Oh, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Steve Martin's actually going to do it in the song, so it's going to be great. <laughs> very spooky baby. All right, let's get a ride on the monster Massey. mash. Just give it a few months. Mm-hmm. Well, King Tut, death like that. King Tut. Oogie baby. He's a very funky honky or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, Dr. we don't have Demento a lot. hours we, over. We don't have a lot of time. I've so heard, what I've did, heard what did that we you learn? guys, uh, yeah, I've heard that there's this whole lessons. Yeah. Thing. What did we learn today? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So what did we learn? Um, if you happen to be on a set and there's a severed finger or any sort of severed limb, we don't want to limit it to just No, definitely fingers. not. Uh, you want to keep it cool. And you want to go to your superiors, yeah, before you go to the cops. Do not go to the cops because they, they might shut down the they whole. They might shut down the production. Yeah. That could really screw up. And the you day don't want issue. that. You're going to lose your job. And your superiors may or may not do the right thing. We're not sure, but as but, long I, as but like, I sent them all DVD copies of Do the Right Thing after. Oh, okay, cool. Well, it's like anything in Hollywood. As long as you like, you know, oh, as long as you pass the buck and cover your ass, it's okay. I'm not saying that's what you did, but wow, it's a you know, but it, it happens so much in every job I've had. It's like everyone is just covering their ass. It's like yeah, all yeah. It, it, yeah. much to the detriment usually of the final product. But yeah. and I do it too. It's not like yeah, I'm not I'm not a uh, I'm not absolved from yeah. this. And not you know, unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know how what the context would be for this, but that this does extend to beyond Hollywood. You sure, know, most yeah, yeah. people, most you know, jobs, as maybe they should. As natural selection tells us, we should really just care about what's going on with us. And the, the, Six the, inches in front of the, your face, man. The, what, I have the, this the, Ayn Rand book you really need to read. Okay. <laughs> it's, well, I'll check it out. It's called Egoism. That's her thing. Oh, they have Cliff Notes? Sure. Have you, ever seen, notes. Uh, you ever seen the Cliff Notes for the Bible? Uh, no. No? It's a three-part Cliff Notes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I believe it. There's a lot, it's, it's, a lot of information in there. It's amazing. Especially the bullet points. Like, the okay, <laughs> this is what you're supposed to extrapolate. Like, don't fuck shit up. No, no, really, don't fuck shit up. <laughs> if you fuck shit up, God will fuck you up. Is that what they say? Well, that one's the, for the Sodom and Gomorrah. If they're talking about Sodom, I mean, uh, I'll fuck I get oh. it. I get it. Giggy. Um, so what are our lessons learned from 9-11 is the big question. Um... The nine eleven story. I don't know what the real lesson is. The lesson, I it could be that things might seem crazy, and it was crazy. But I remember 
distinctly thinking that wow we're on the brink of world war three like holy shit like this is it like this is gonna be bad like i'm joining the military i guess i don't know yeah i remember thinking having all those thoughts and it's like obviously that didn't happen one yeah thankfully that did not happen but it's like i feel like maybe i mean that wasn't any bigger or less than pearl harbor was in a lot of ways that could have been i mean i guess if we were in the middle of something bigger that could have been like the final straw and luckily it wasn't i guess my point is that Sometimes you need to just take a deep breath, and mm-hmm. not 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 to diminish what happened yeah, that day. I, I, but you know, it's just kind of like we're everyone thought this is the end of the world. Like holy shit! It's like well, it wasn't, and it was bad. Yeah, but it was does just not one to, bad thing. Yeah, you know, well, you don't want to jump to conclusions. However fun that board game would be, <laughs> moot. I, but I, I think a good lesson to draw also is to um to not gloss over something as a one line in a textbook. Yeah. Because I, I think uh, I know the more personal stories I hear about this and the more personal stories I hear about other historic events. It's like I'm never going to hear a, a personal story about, you know, like, and then the horse rode through and revealed it was like the British were coming and we were, we were all terrified. The British, I'm yeah. never going to hear that story. We're like, what right, the yeah, fuck? Well, What's this guy talking you know, about? That's an interesting point. Yeah, it's like we're still living history. But it's, it's, I, think it's, I think it's really interesting to, like, okay, let's say you've got the big picture about 9-11 that, you know, that can be boiled down to a paragraph in a textbook you've got jim's personal story yeah um and you just realize there's a lot of layers in between so like when you you know to talk to maybe a younger audience that might be listening you know like if you you know are looking at history in a textbook just remember that you know you you can't fit u.s history in a book you know you can't fit fit world history in a book that you know that you know limited information that it gets all the way down that everyone is affected you can't just gloss over an incident as you know Something that was uh yeah three thousand people picture. died that's it and it's like well no that's not really what yeah. it's all about because I mean, that's I think a good lesson to take is just that uh, uh remember the ripple effect almost yeah yeah and especially for your younger viewers yeah any any eight year olds out there yeah that are listening I'm yeah. talking about you well Gregory <laughs> the random eight year old that I might exist a, he's, got I, his, <laughs> he's got his laptop he's just like oh what's that Gregory oh shit. This is explicit. My, my mom told me not to listen. To this. They're talking about he he's and hoo-hoos. <laughs> this is so bad, even one of the three guys didn't understand what the other people were talking about. I'd like to say one thing. Dare I say that that was the first time the lesson learned actually was a lesson. It was actually a good lesson. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean We've had some superficial lessons. We have some like fables like... Be good to your dad, or whatever. Not that, like, not that we possibly have to be keep on referencing the previous episode, but I feel like I had a pretty good lessons learned last episode. But just just watch or just listen. Actually, don't just watch. watch it's yeah. not. It won't work. Yeah, when you click full screen, it is you'll, not as you'll impressive. You'll just get a headache <laughs> you would from, from your computer screen. You'll just get a headache. I clicked it. I was like, "Is this gonna?" Because do you know on your website that it doesn't have your full descriptions, oh, like your episode descriptions? It's like line, line, dot, dot, dot. I was trying. Oh, yeah. You have to click more or whatever. They, no. It, or if you download them on iTunes, you can click the little I and it has Oh, the okay. Thing, right. I didn't know they were available on I'd iTunes. recommend you download them on we iTunes. say it every episode. Is that better than streaming it? Oh, my God. It? Well, I, well uh, that way, no, well, then you don't have to listen to it in one sitting. You can download it. Yeah, put it on your iPod. Put it on your yeah, iPod, yeah, yeah. burn it to a CD, whatever. Ooh, whatever. I'm going to do that. I have a long ride to work every day. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. It. You listen to it's it on I your do with ride my podcast. Burn it. I like. burn well, it. I burn it because I don't, I don't have a, an it, input, it, audio input it, or a tape deck. How do you pronounce iPod? Ipod? iPod. Uh, oh, it's a, like an iPod. An input? They should, no. Audio input? No, and iPod. Ta- yeah, iPod. Epod. They should put a hyphen in there. It's a pod. There's an I. It's not an ip odd. Well, to be fair, it's a lowercase i, uppercase p. Yeah. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've never looked. Everything I have is bootleg. I don't know. I even have like a generic like Chinese iPod. <laughs> I don't really have that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've just been listening to stuff on vinyl, so I don't really know what you guys are talking about. My, my iPod's actually on vacation in the Bahamas because it got stolen out of my Aww. hotel room. Oh. I lost mine in Puerto Rico one time. Oh, oh no, no. I'm sorry, I lost my CDs in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I'm just, I do not like this. What, what is on this iPod? <laughs> hey, what, what is this? What is this? What audio book of the gunslinger. I do not like this. That's hilarious that you know that I have the audiobook of the gunslinger. <laughs> oh, I just guessed. No, I, that's the only <laughs> audiobook that I've ever purchased. Nice. <laughs> well, all right. This was an awesome podcast, guys. Yeah, I had fun. Thank you so much for coming. And, and yep, thank you, Ryan. Hey, thanks, thanks thank for you, having me. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Dad, uh, Robin Massey, for. Uh, Listening, yeah, and, nice and to meet being, you, guys, and interacting. Finally. You are the first person to do that, and and for according and to while. me, and the only while. person I ever need to actually interact with the Aww. podcast. So thank you, Dad. 
That's awesome. That's nice. That's nice. If other people want to interact with us, they can at Old Men on the so Mountain. Wish. But what's funny Don't is... Don't step over the fucking email address. Oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. Yeah. I am sorry, Jim. Back no, I did it too, off. though. I, did, I definitely... We have a minute it. and a half left before it crashes, so I'm just... I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, we have a Twitter, as I said before, Old Men Podcast. But it'd be really hard for people to interact with us because it was just happen chance that we were recording it when the email came. Because it's we yeah, but they could write us messages. They could write us questions. Oh, that's queries. true. That's it true. could happen yeah, yeah. in real time again. Who knows? He could have written that email three hours before we recorded. We still might mm-hmm. have mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. What he said, like urgent, yeah. just email me. Blah 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 blah. Mm. That um, was a plant. Oh. So yeah, did you do that? We talked about iTunes. Thank you for listening again. This was the 26th episode. Mm-hmm. Check us lot. out. Check out the other episodes if you want more information about where you can reach us. But we're at episode 26. You might know yeah, at this be, point. What Next ec- episode, we'll give you more information. Cool. Thank you for oldmenonthemountain.tumblr.com. Yeah. yeah. Do it to it. It's pretty Thank, sweet. Thanks, Facebook. Thanks. At gmail.com as You're well. welcome. Sorry, this is so frantic at the end, but I didn't want the computer to crash. We don't want to lose the whole episode because this is genius. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, bye. Bye.